welcome. Come and have a slice of fresh bread. Fresh Bread is a podcast developed to share the Word of God, reflecting in small nuggets of time the deep truths that will bring courage to our soul, to our spirit, and to our minds. Come dine. Come partake. Come be blessed. This is Fresh Bread. I am your host, Ricardo Henry. Let's step in. Let's break bread together. We started talking about who is God, looking at how God is known through the things that God created, the heavens, the clear, the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Then we said that God is known through his word. The holy men of God wrote as they were inspired by the Holy Spirit. And today we go into a discussion about knowing God through Jesus. Come on in. Let's listen. Then we also know God through Jesus Christ. If we really want to know who God is, then we we have to look closely at Jesus. Jesus is the embodiment of God. He is the embodiment of God. He is human in his physical presentation he is walking among people he he has uh, in the same kind of emotional reaction that people has he bleeds uh, he eats he cooks he walks uh, he is doing the same kinds of things that people people do but he's also God he's also God so so God is testifying about Jesus. Uh, he comes to be baptized by John. And when he comes up out of the water, God says of him, This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. Hear him. Uh, we read through the New Testament um, in other places uh, where he, where even even demons are, are are referring to him as the as the the, the son of God. Um, Peter makes that uh, declaration uh, through the revelation of the Holy Spirit. You are Christ, the Son. Of the living God. So if we're properly going to understand God uh, as we see God in Jesus Christ, uh, he is presented as Messiah. So we, 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 we talked earlier on about God being transcendent. He is the exalted one whose power is greater than all others and whose power created all of the created things 
um, but he's also imminent, so he wants to be known. And when we see Jesus, Jesus is presented as the transcendent one who is also imminent at the, at the same time. So he is Emmanuel, God with us. Um, Jesus comes and he, he, he presents as uh, that uh, physical image of the invisible God. Um, and it's and, and I acknowledge it's a complexity uh, that would take hours and days to to really thrash through and to answer the questions that would arise um, from the arguments um, for and even those who dare against God. Uh, but when we look at Jesus, it, he is not. Uh, appearing to to simplify a complex god who who whose knowing is is difficult uh, he appears to present that very idea um, of God from Genesis chapter 1 and chapter 2 where God though he creates the heavens and the earth comes down in the cool of the day to interact with humanity um, many of us uh, our recorded memory of the interactions between God and humanity is when he stands in the garden and he is meeting out judgment to the serpent and to the woman and to the man when he's saying um, you will have enmity between uh, serpent and uh, will put enmity between uh, you and the son and the son will bruise your heel uh, bruise your head and you will bruise his heel and uh, and so uh, our, our recollection of the interaction of God is from there God comes down in the cool of the day and he says, Adam, where are you? And Adam says, I heard your voice calling uh, in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked. And uh, God, you know, asked him, how do you know that? So there's this interaction, this, this rough, uncomfortable uh, interaction is, is, is our, our first recollection of the interaction of God with humanity and um, that God comes and he sends the deliverer Moses and he comes and before that he uh, delivers people um, through Noah although people do not accept and only Noah's family is saved but at least um, some humans were saved in that experience and 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 that God comes in Jesus and he redeems us um, many of us really read that redemption story as God redeeming himself and and when we when we back up to the story of 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 Abraham when we back up to this well, that's Abraham sacrificing Isaac at the altar when we back up to the story of Moses where he comes and says let my people go and we back up to the story of Noah uh, when uh, Noah is building that ark and preaching uh, for the deliverance of people and some people are delivered our reading of the story uh, or, or at least mentally we don't admit it but our reading reading of the story uh, is often a vindication of God or God vindicating himself, not saving us. 
<laughs> we think of it in terms of God vindicating himself because um, he, has, he has been judgmental and he has been forceful and he subjected the people to slavery and he caused them to experience those days of doldrum and darkness and he must now come and redeem himself, show himself to be compassionate by delivering them from their circumstance. And we miss that God is the creator God who in his sovereign will sets on course the ways of the world and having set people uh, in place to fulfill his divine purpose people chose under the influence of the of the serpent to go their own way and so the action of separation the action of judgment is uh, um, a response to their action not the intent of of god in terms of how god designed that relationship to be but let me stick up in there because i'm not talking about sin and i'm not talking about um, that part of the relationship where i'm talking about um, the, the the first interactions that god has with with humanity uh, is him coming down and and saying to adam um, name these things so there is that peaceful habitation that 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 glorious interaction the the original interaction and uh, uh, and and after he has named all of these um, God says do you see among them any partner and Adam says no I don't see a partner and God provides for him a help that is meet for him to fulfill the responsibilities that he has within in the garden but we don't remember that we we remember the interaction from the judgment the, the hovering God and we see God in that way but it's very important that when we look at God we we look at at God and through Jesus Christ so we can because it is in Jesus Christ that we see that God is concerned about us it is in Jesus Christ that we see that God is so concerned that he um, that 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 he will make provision but not only that we we see in Jesus Christ that God has always wanted to have fellowship with us not from far but from near and he remains near and so look at it he comes down in the cool of the day and then as we read through the new testament uh through the old testament david for example talks about the spirit of the lord coming up come up, coming upon him um and then uh, we see an ultimate remaining or staying of the spirit with with, with humanity because the spirit comes and lives within but the bible also says that we are baptized with the spirit so um and 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 it's the same spirit that came and sat on jesus that embodiment and representation of the relationship that god uh, wants to have with humanity so he his spirit comes and his spirit dwells within us and his spirit empowers us to live his, his spirit empowers us to grow his spirit empowers us to overcome temptation so we would not fall into condemnation and judgment and then that same spirit also makes intercession for us that when we are in trouble that when we are in sin we can turn 
back to God with a repentant heart and come to know uh, who he is. So we know God through, uh, through nature. We know God experientially. Uh, he is transcendent and he's immanent. When we look out, um, we can be, we, we see the vastness of the sky and understand that there is something that is bigger than us. There is someone who is bigger than us. We look at the meticulous things in creation that sustains life. Um, we realize that there, there, there is some kind of an ordered process. Um, when you look at the even the human anatomy um when you, you look at the, the set of nerves in the spinal cord for example and and you realize that there is one set uh, that is going and and communicating sending communication between muscle and brain to keep the the body going and then you realize that there is also a backup system so if one set goes out there is another set that chips in and and does and and does the work how amazing um, this intricate, um, this intricate, meticulous thinking that brings this thing to be God. Then we say that God can also be known through reading His Word. We we can't um, we can't disprove God is without uh, um, taking time to explore Him, uh, explore Him through His Word, uh, explore Him through those acts of uh, the, the, those acts of faith that 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 causes Him. Um, to be known. And I would say that God is known in Jesus Christ. How do we pull all of this together then? Through times of prayer. Through times of meditation. Through times of reflection. Weighing who we are against the word of God. Weighing our decisions against the word of God. What has happened to many of us as children of faith is that when we weigh our questions, we weigh them against the questions that the world is asking. When we weigh our, uh, our difficulties, uh, we, we weigh them against maybe our circumstances and we're not, real, we're not, we're not weighing them uh, against the word of God. Uh, and when we weigh them against the word of God, we are still falling to the question that the serpent asked in Genesis. Hast God said? Has God said? So we're, we're looking at our circumstances. We're looking at our experiences. And we're asking ourselves, has God said? But if we're really going to weigh our life and we're really going to uh, grow into purpose and becoming who God wants us to be. We must weigh our life, our purpose, our experiences against the word of God. Not has God said what God said. What did God say? You know, the way that we say what she said, what he said, what God said. That's what we're going after. What God said. At another time and in another podcast, we can talk about how God can be known in terms of his virtues. God 
uh, he, he is personified in scripture so that we can, so, so that through those terms or through those lens, we can begin to understand and, and know God. Uh, so he's personified. Uh, he, he, we use the same kind of, of language that we used to talk about because language is a reference point of experience, right? So we use the same kind of language that we used to talk about um, how people are around us to talk about God. So he has feelings and um, he's concerned and, and those kinds of things. Um, we use that kind of language um, to refer uh, to God and talk about him. Um, so, you know, and another time we can explore that, 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 that God is real um, in terms of he's a person, he has feelings, he becomes angry, he has joy, and he experiences pain. Um, and he, his, he has love and he has compassion and he he shows grace and god is omnipotent and he's uh, omniscient we can explore those virtues um in a, in another podcast but uh knowing god experiencing god uh is uh, uh, as we look at and embrace the nature the meticulous things around us and as we uh, read his word and as we experience jesus christ and we look at jesus christ very closely uh, we can see who God really is. Not, not the description that people give to him. Not what the world says about him. What the word says about him. Not the world. Because the world criticizes and casts aspersions on a God that they do not know. That they have not experienced. That they are not interested in. Uh, and that is why they um, can so easily um, criticize us. If they have real questions um then then of course we we can engage those questions um you know but but uh simply dismissing that which you know nothing of and you have not experienced for yourself um is is is, is certainly destructive and causes um those persons to miss out on the mystical experience of of of, of knowing god I invite those who listen to uh, respond. Um, there is a voice note at the bottom. Respond. Um, ask me your questions. Let's, let's have a conversation about God. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, favorite, follow, share, so that others can participate in the blessing. Thanks for being a part of this ministry in the word leave us a voice message with your feedback on how this is a blessing to you let us know if we can use your voice message in a testimonial about the blessings that this podcast has been or any questions that you may have that you would want us to address podcast we're also looking for your feedback once again thanks for being a part. God bless you.